What's up guys? Welcome back to Updated as usual. My name is Craig. I'm alone. Today's date is January 26th, 2022. Um, we definitely do have a few things this week. It's definitely not as exciting as last week, but I mean, alas, let's get through it. Um, first up, we have uh, Phil Spencer kind of going back to last week's news about the whole Activision ordeal. I do have a few things to say. Um, Phil Spencer uh, has an official new job title. It is the CEO of Microsoft Gaming. And he promises, well, he, sometime, I think, like a few days after the podcast went out last week, he promised to honor all current Activision agreements with PlayStation and to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation after the micro- the acquisition deal goes through. So whether that's a yearly release of Call of Duty or not, because the next piece of news is that there are talks with throughout a bunch of the higher-ups in the Call of Duty franchise about moving away from yearly releases, which would be really good. Hopefully. I mean, we can only hope, right? Because Call of Duty is kind of a mess. Everyone's always rushed to make the next one. And they kind of run out of ideas quickly. Because, uh, yeah, that's what happens when you make a new game every single year. They end up being way too similar. And all of them way too bad. Ridiculous. Um, let's hope that's the case and he actually honors that promise because i mean sure put games on game pass and whatnot but like there's no need to kind of just take things away from people it's what gaming's all about everyone should be included you know um another thing about um the whole activision ordeal is that where did I put the article? Oh, right. Um, one, they're now officially doing more things to rebuild our trust in terms of, you know, the whole scandals and whatnot. This is coming from the boss of Blizzard, Mike Ybarra. Um, he made a statement like six days ago about how what they're doing to kind of improve their workplace culture and whatnot, um, which includes a culture leader, a new organizational leader for HR, and then a diversity, equity, and inclusion leader solely focused on their progress across multiple efforts in the area. Um, Blizzard also tripled the size of its compliance and investigation teams, which is... um, internal like we, we we weren't really told who that necessarily includes in terms of like representation in that invest in those teams um and then they set goals for improving their metrics in terms of culture equity and whatnot which they did not share and then they also created an upward feedback program for employees to evaluate managers which isn't going to go well. I mean, it's going to go well for the little guy if they actually do something about it, because I'm sure that their higher-ups suck, considering this is Activision Blizzard we're talking about. You know, like third, I think 
37 employees left the company and 44 had action taken against them in terms of like, you know, toxic culture. I, that might have just been only an Activision, but I mean, they're basically the same company. Come on. Not to mention Blizzard's under the same boat. He was working with, um, I forgot her name. Where is it? Her name is something or Neil. She was uh, working with Mike Yabara as like kind of a co-owner or whatever when Yabara took over the company in 2019. And she resigned like months later. And not only that, but she also said that she got paid less than basically the guy doing the same exact thing as him. And then she was only offered equal pay after she made her resignation. So like blizzards under the same boat, you know, and, um, it's just ridiculous. It's this acquisition better go better than I think it will. Cause I mean, I think it's going to be a little bit positive. I mean, even, um, Phil Spencer is being really open about, you know, the controversy and kind of what that means for the company. Um, he even said, you know, that they're going to welcome the teams and hopefully, you know, that the culture will improve and hopefully the culture will improve even before the acquisition. Cause I mean, it seems like they're trying to make the steps towards it, but considering Bobby Kotick was rumored to have participated in the toxic work culture, I am kind of um, skeptical, you know, and rightfully so. I mean, that guy gets literally like tons of employees were suddenly laid off and Bobby Kotick got an increased bonus for last year. Like what? Hello? Just keep the employees on and don't pay this guy hundreds of thousands of dollars for, you know, operating the tippy top of the company. It's it's so stupid. It's capitalism, I guess. And then um, after that, they also Blizzard also announced a new survival game. It's a brand new IP in a totally new universe. It's their first new universe since Overwatch in 2016. And we have no idea what it is. <clears throat> we got a picture of a person holding a hatchet with some arrows and, you know, uh, whoa, my mind just blanked in a thingy uh, on their back, you know, you know, the thing. And they're just looking at a mirror that's um, kind of like in some stone ruins. And uh, I mean, that gives us absolutely nothing other than it's probably going to be like a, um, like an apocalyptic type Thing probably set in not 2020 or anywhere near there. It looks like maybe 1900s. And so uh, who knows what that means? Who knows if it'll be any good because it's their very first survival game. And uh, yeah, I mean, of course, it's probably not going to happen for a few years. They're probably just doing this to try to acquire new talent, um, you know, Companies do this all the time where they announce something because they don't have the talent necessary to make the game yet, but that that announcement lets them acquire that talent. 
Respawn did that with one of its um, new Star Wars games, which we'll get to later. Um, and uh, I mean, I mean, yeah, could be a pretty good game if, as long as you know, Blizzard makes it right. I mean, they kind of burned Overwatch to the ground with all the um, changes that they always do to the game. By the way, please excuse my voice; my throat's a little scratchy this week. Not sure why, but um, yeah. Um, also, Bobby Kotick put out an email to the company. Uh, Activision Blizzard just talking about you know the past and whatnot, and then how um, how long the acquisition is actually going to take. So it is definitely confirmed that they need to get the regulatory approvals and other customary closing conditions need to be satisfied, and that um, it's expected to happen sometime in Microsoft's fiscal 2023 year, which ends June 30th. 2023 and until then they'll comp- they'll operate just as normal completely autonomously he will continue as ceo <laughs> and he finishes that sentence with the same passion and enthusiasm i had when i began this amazing journey in 1991 yeah okay but um so yeah hopefully by that time the acquisition goes through and then we have all of our games on Game Pass and whatnot. Um, that's it for all the Activision talk. Okay, no more Activision talk. We're all good. Um, so what the hell is happening on my Twitter? Oh, by the way, I should have. I, I meant to do this at the start of the show, but since we're here now, um, the podcast also has an official Twitter account now. The account is at. Hold on. The account is at updated podcast. So go follow. Say what's up. I'll be kind of checking in on Twitter every now and then. I'm not a Twitter guy most of the time. But I'll kind of just poke in and out. I have a bunch of accounts followed. I gave my opinion on one of the best uh, games, game developers of the year. You know, on it was the Game Awards tweeted something, and I'll kind of be doing that every now and then, where I kind of give my opinion on stuff and whatnot when I see a tweet that's interesting. And uh, tweet at me if you guys have an idea for the show, if you guys have a story you want me to cover, or maybe even a game you want me to keep an eye on and kind of talk about the updates of, kind of like what I do with Phasmophobia for the most part. Um, yeah, just shoot me a tweet because you can do that now. And another interesting thing, not necessarily exciting for anyone who already listens to the show, but if you like YouTube more, I am really, really close to being able to upload, uh, get a YouTube video of the show out um, every week, along with, you know, the Spotify releases and Apple podcast releases and whatnot. Um, all of those release at the same time, of course, but uh, YouTube would be have to be a completely separate thing that I would have to produce and manage. So I'm working on it. I can't necessarily promise anything yet, especially because I have to render a video for like two hours. Um, and the visuals are nothing special. It's literally just like the audio visualized because I, I don't really have the time to put other visuals up or use a webcam and then edit that and whatnot. But um, 
Yeah, so if you would like to look at the YouTube channel, it's also called Updated Podcast with the same exact logo. I don't have any videos up yet. I will be posting last week's video or last week's episode as well as this week's episode sometime on like the 27th or 28th. I'm, I need to work on them a bit more and um, I have the last one done already. It just requires me to upload it and make sure everything's smooth. And then I have to create the next video and do all that. So some pretty exciting things for the podcast. Hopefully, you know, we continue to grow because I've been kind of sharing this podcast now that I have kind of a backlog um, and whatnot. So, yeah, hopefully we continue to grow and I appreciate all the support I have so far. And hey, if you have a friend that you think would like the podcast, let them know. Tell them, hey. The updated podcast is on Spotify. It's great. Send them a link because there is another podcast called updated podcast that hasn't gotten an episode in like a year. So yeah, send them a link, make sure they know which one's the good one. Um, Next up we have um, Intel. Well, the, the title of this article is, or the title of the tweet that led to this article is Biden and Intel are working to get you a graphics card at a reasonable price, which Intel is. Biden just was like, hey, this is pretty good. But um, basically, Intel announced that it's going to spend $20 billion on two new semiconductor f- factories in Ohio. Um, which won't be ready until 2025. So, I mean, nothing's really going to change short-term, but long-term, a lot of the issues we have with production of pretty much everything semiconductor is is going to be kind of hopefully better. Um, Biden said, this is a game-changer. That's his thumbs up right there. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, sure glad he supports it and whatnot but um it's kind of weird to just be like oh hey thumbs up yeah um i always oh man i always do this you see maybe i should be changing the day the episodes come out although maybe not you know what this is fine um on epic games right now there is relicta free to play or free, not free to play, but free that you can grab right now. And then, you know, download and whatnot. It appears to be a first person physics based puzzle game where you use magnetism and gravity to kind of just, you know, solve puzzles and unlock secrets. Um, looks pretty interesting. If you're into those kinds of games, some of them can be kind of cool. You know, I, I mean, I pick up a, first person game every now and then not a first person game but like a single player game every now and then yeah as always you know some of them are hidden gems um that's until tomorrow the 27th of january so if you're listening to this after that then um damon x machina is the next free game on the epic game store and it seems to be a game where you control a mech and it's another, it's third person, and it's another single player game, it seems. Oh, and never mind, it has online co-op. And then it also has PvP. 
So, I mean, if you're into, like, mech fights and whatnot, could be a pretty interesting game to pick up. Just thought I'd include those and whatnot. Um, next up, we have the Sea of Thieves 2022 preview event. This game, I haven't even looked at this game in, like, a year and a half. I've played the alpha of Sea of Thieves, the beta of Sea of Thieves, both the closed and the open. And I mean, I loved the game back then. I just wish I had people to play with because my friends thought it was kind of boring sometimes, which I mean is understandable. It didn't have the most amount of content back then, but this game looks so much different. And they're adding tons more. Like there's literal like um, story missions now and whatnot. And, like, fire stuff and pets and all that. Which, I mean, I kind of played after pets a little bit, but not that much. Um, but yeah, the preview event is on the 27th, uh, 6pm GMT. What what time is that at? Let me Google that really quick. Um, so, it should be at noon tomorrow. Um, the 27th of January. If not, if you miss it, you could always, you know, watch it back on YouTube or kind of look up an article of the uh, general things that they kind of announce. But uh, it's basically an event where they go over all of the stuff that they plan for 2022, or at least a rough overview of it. I wouldn't expect more, especially for the stuff that's later on in the year, more than kind of, hey, this is kind of what we're thinking of. But, um, they're pretty good at uh, not only telling us what's coming, but being very transparent about when it's coming and what the issue is. I mean, I followed this game for the first year of its lifespan, and every single time it was like, you know, really spot on. And they would always have test builds and whatnot for the players. But it seems really exciting. It almost looks like either um, one of the things in the video, the little preview video that they give, it almost seems like a floating island. But at the same time, it also looks like a castle. I am really hoping for a floating island, like one that just comes up and then randomly kind of like, you know, the a Megalodon event or something. That would be so sick. Um, like I said, I haven't followed this game in forever and I kind of want to play it again. But I mean, maybe we'll see. Um, next up, you have until January 30th, if you have a Nintendo Switch, but you don't have online, you have until January 30th to get a free online trial. The trial lasts, um, a month and it is of course automatically converted into a monthly membership at the end of the trial period, unless you turn off automatic renewal before the end of your trial period. Um, of course, you have to enter card information to even start the free trial. Oh, wait, it's a free seven-day trial, actually. My bad. I didn't mean to say a month, I guess. Um, but yeah, free seven-day trial. Save seven days where you can do whatever online. And uh, then it would, of course, go month to month after that. I would personally recommend just doing a year if you end up liking the trial. So, um, yeah. Uh, next up is Watch Dogs Legion not getting any more updates. They confirmed that the 5.6 update was the final update for Watch Dogs Legion. While this sucks, 
the game has been um, out for like two years and it's not, you know, the biggest game. It doesn't necessarily bring them much money. So I kind of understand it. And they're kind of doing this the right way. Um, after the latest season is finished, season five, seasons three through five will cycle through. And which, you know, allows player to play the game again and get any of those rewards that they missed the first time they went through. So while it sucks that the game's not necessarily getting any more content, you kind of can work for some rewards for the seasons, kind of just whenever you want. And they're not kind of leaving anything out in terms of that. Um, I was really excited for the zombies mode in Watch Dogs Legion. I don't know if it ever fully came out because um, it definitely seemed interesting. But uh, I'll I'll have to check that out because I haven't I I like the game. I just haven't really picked it up recently. I've been kind of distracted with other things, which I will get to here in a moment. But um. Yeah, it got its last update. Um, I haven't even beaten the story yet, but it's pretty good. Uh, hopefully, you know, this means that they're moving on to better things. Not necessarily better things, but things that... I don't know how to word what I'm thinking. Um, yeah, hopefully this means good things for everyone all around. Um, next up, we have... The Steam Deck, not only having cloud saves officially, so, um, you know, as I think Steam has this normally, the cloud saves, where in some games at least, where, um, you know, your, your save games save to the cloud and whatnot. Um, but now, wait. Oh, okay. So um, on the Steam Deck, you can suspend a game or you can exit a game. And um, now, no matter what, cloud saves should carry over your progress from your Steam Deck back to whatever. So your PC or another Steam Deck, whatever. Um, without even having to suspend it. So it's called Dynamic Cloud Sync. So when you put your Steam Deck into sleep mode, Dynamic Cloud Sync will automatically upload all modified save game data to the cloud. So that, you know, you can just pick up your save whenever. Whenever you sit down at your computer, whenever you pick up another Steam Deck or whatever. And then um, the Steam Deck will automatically download save updates when you wake up the device. Which really, really makes, you know, an internet connection kind of needed. Which isn't necessarily the best thing but at the same time for you know moving back and forth between devices could be pretty cool um also the steam deck is officially uh delay free at this point from what i know um of course this could change last second if anything drastic comes up but um it should be launching fully and um, shipping out on February 25th. That's word from Steam themselves. So let's hope that that doesn't change. Um, next up, we have just a kind of a little bit of a, not necessarily a speculation thing, but kind of just a, oh, hey, this is finally happening thing. Um, looks like the latest graphics cards are finally beginning to drop when it comes to street prices. Because now... 
instead of a 3080 being, you know, $2,000, they're now about to $1,600. Whoa. JK, they were, they were only around $1,800. And now they're about $1,600, which is still double the price of the card. But a drop in price is still good, which means hopefully, hopefully within the next few months, it drops even more. And that, you know, kind of supply just goes back up in general. And so, um, yeah, ridiculous that these things all sold out and everyone's buying them just so they can sell them for more. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, ooh, next up, we have what I brought up about Respawn Games earlier. And that is that EA and Lucasfilm Games announced three new Star Wars titles. That's right, three of them. Um, one is, I believe, a new Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order game. So set in the same universe, kind of following that story, I'm assuming continuing it. Um, the other is a new first-person shooter game in the Star Wars universe. And then the third is a Star Wars strategy game. So it's it's like um, Respawn is working on a lot of this. Um, there's a game director that is leading the development of the first-person shooter game, and then um, Respawn is producing the new Star Wars strategy game, but Bit Reactor is going to lead the development on the title. I'm assuming when they say strategy game, they mean kind of a um, like a third-person strategy game, kind of like SOCOM or like XCOM, those kinds of games. It, it kind of seems like that's the direction they would go, unless they're going to go a weird direction like Civ Five or something. Um, I mean, I'm not really into strategy games, but it kind of seems like they're really diversifying where the Star Wars franchise is going, other than oh, hey, we have Jedi Fallen Order, and oh, hey, we have Battlefront. I mean, it kind of seems like Fallen Order was the start of kind of branching out, because before it was, like, really only Battlefront and, like, Lego Star Wars and whatever. But, um, yeah, so tons of new games being worked on. Who knows when they'll come out? We have absolutely no, like, we don't even have a ballpark for a release date. Um... And of course, Respawn makes a statement saying that they're a huge Star Wars fan and they're thrilled to work with Lucasfilm Games on new titles that we've wanted to make for years. Um, and that this is where they also kind of reached out for more talent to kind of hire new people. Because they then say, if you want to make great Star Wars games, you should come join us on our journey. Um, so yeah. Um, apparently... By the way, Warzone 2 has been um, leaked. I'm not sure. Michaela did not include any information when she sent this to me, and I have yet to look into it. But um, apparently it's coming out in 2023. It's reportedly in development. Uh, oh, yeah, I see. It's basically rumored. It's, yeah. It's rumored to come out in 2023 for Xbox the Series consoles, PS5, and PC. Who knows if it will be free to play? It probably will be, considering Wars how popular Warzone was. Who knows if it will be actually better than Warzone? 
I can't speak to that one really. Um, but yeah, so just a bit of rumors and then, uh, a new saints and sinners game got announced by the developers. If you don't know what saints and sinners is, it is a, uh, VR walking dead game. So it's set in the walking dead universe and you are a character called the tourist and you go through and kind of make decisions that impact the lives of others and whatnot. You know, like any Walking Dead or whatever game. And you... Yeah, there's a second one got announced, that got announced called The Retribution. It's kind of chapter two of The Walking Dead, Zanes and Sinners. And it continues to follow the tourist through a new chapter. Um, I don't believe we got a new... Like, we basically didn't get anything other than what it's called. However, if you've played this game, which it's really good, by the way, I've tried it. I haven't beaten it yet. However, I I really like the game. I just don't find, as usual, I don't find the time to kind of pick it up. Because, I mean, it's VR. Sometimes VR can take a while to set up and whatnot. And, I mean, the game is really good other than that, though. like It's really good. Like, everything has a weight to it. So you kind of have to two-hand the things that are meant to be two-handed. You can't just pick up, you know, an M14 by its handle and trigger and be able to hold it perfectly you know it, it kind of sways down and whatnot you can shoot it like that sure but it's going to be super inaccurate and super hard to even shoot really good mechanics on that front and it even has a survival mode that i find really fun that's what i sink most of my time to in that game is just playing the survival mode because i don't know i i enjoy using guns and stuff in in vr that's basically where i can just do it a as much as I want instead of following a story and having to deal with that kind of stuff, loading screens and stuff. But uh, yeah, I think that's it for this week. As a reminder, go follow the Twitter account. It's updated pod at updated podcast on Twitter. Um, keep an eye out for the YouTube channel. I'll be sure to update you guys next week on that. Just so I know there's two videos up and you guys will be able to find the channel easier. I'm thinking of doing like certain moments in shorts and then maybe grow the podcast that way because shorts are a really good um, influx of views and hopefully, you know, get more views. I can actually maybe make money off of this and kind of put more effort into it. I'm putting as much effort as I possibly can into the podcast. I really enjoy doing this. I hope you guys enjoy listening. And um, yeah. I will see you boys next week. Bye.